Hey, what's happening? This is Isai Rodriguez, host of the Dads for Nation podcast, where I cater to the professional working man, 40 and above, who's looking to make positive changes to his health, lose weight, and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes. I'm here to share inspiration, tips, and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this beautiful blue planet. So today we'll be talking about um, how to make the perfect cup of coffee and then we'll move on to our second segment uh with how probiotics can help you lose weight and belly fat because again i don't know about you but after these holidays and the upcoming holidays i need all the help all the help that i can get to maintain this uh you know this manly figure here and before we get into that if you'd like to continue the conversation then get on over to podcast.dasplanation.com slash vip to get on the vip insiders list where i share more entertaining behind the scenes stories tips and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day that's podcast.dasplanation.com slash vip again that's podcast.dasplanation.com slash vip be in the know starting right now also don't forget to rate me on itunes by leaving me a nice fat juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much it really helps to get the word out there and it's honestly honestly the one place where your vote truly matters and now let's move into our first segment healthy conversations so today we're talking about something really interesting really dear to me very important to my life as is to many of you, I'm sure, listening out there. And it's how to make a perfect cup of coffee. And um, I'll be honest with you, this is this is really important. Like, uh, I, so many out there, you know, depend on this wonder drug, <laughs> this uh, socially acceptable in all occasions caffeine, you know, like this cup of Joe, this cup of Java, as they call it. So anyway, I was talking to a co-worker the other day and, uh, you know, we were saying how we miss being at the office and being able to make coffee at any given time of the day. And uh, now you've got to you've got to understand something um, at the office. We've you know, we've got this nice super duper expensive espresso machine i'm talking about you know coffee grinder on top water filter steamer wand uh the works you know what i mean like this bad boy is no joke <laughs> it's a little known brand uh named uh bragia b-r-a-g-g-i-a uh and i believe it's straight from italy this thing is this this thing is serious this is like uh this is like what the professionals use uh anyway so we were talking about uh we were talking how we've become accustomed essentially to that coffee and how it's you know it's not the same now that we've been stuck working from home with all these you know covid restrictions going on and uh, as we were talking, I mentioned how, um, you know, how I have a few rules when making coffee at home, you know, like th- this is, uh, this is no joke, you know, like I- I'm kind of like, you know, a snob when it comes to coffee, kind of, sort of, I guess, you know, but after, you know, after some trial and error, and of course, uh, as I usually do some research, um, I found that there are basically six things you need to keep in mind if you're going to make, um, you know, Starbucks quality coffee at home, you know, and, and yes, I went there. <laughs> 
You know, whether whether you uh, enjoy Starbucks or not, you know, it's undisputed that they're like the reigning champ right th- right now when it comes to um, you know coffee. So anyway, yeah. So let's get so let, let's let's get right into it. The first thing that I found like in my little list of the perfect coffee is basically you know choosing the right beans. You know, if you're not choosing high quality beans, then listen, your coffee isn't gonna taste good. It's as simple as that. You know, like bean selection is the most important part of a good cup of coffee hands down you know what i mean and there are there's two main uh species i guess if you will of of uh, of beans and and you know there's the what they call robusta which has you know low acidity um high bitterness and then there's like you know the arabica beans which are less bitter and often more you know they have more flavor they're more um you know, robust I, I would say you know full full which is funny because <laughs> i say robust but it i, I kind of uh confuses me sometimes because again there's the robusta and then the arabica beans and uh for me i tend to dis- to describe the arabica beans as being more of a robust uh flavor anyway the second thing you have to keep in mind is uh the roast of the bean itself like you have to consider the roast the roast plays a huge role in how your coffee ends up tasting you know so when you're choosing a roast you'll see uh there's a range from light and extra light to dark you know so the lighter the coffee the fruitier and more acidic it'll be and uh you know when you choose a darker roast the the beans are more bitter but the flavors are more complex you know again um it it has more body to it in my opinion and as you suspect a nice medium roast is somewhere in between light and dark you know it's not too light or fruity and it's not that dark and uh you know complex as the dark you know so moving on the third thing is uh, your storage you know like you have to rethink your storage so where and how you store your coffee beans can make or break you know how it's going to taste once it's brewed so your coffee should essentially be stored in an airtight vessel like a container of some sort with uh no light or you know no no exposure to light um because realistically both light and oxygen or air um, will cause your beans to go bad you know and quickly and no one wants that you know no one wants to start their morning with a stale cup of coffee (laughs) that that is not this like the anti-perfect cup of coffee so again keep your uh you know your beans in a nice container airtight and out of the light so the fourth thing we're going to talk about here is uh, the grind of your beans, like grinding your beans correctly. So when you're grinding your own coffee beans, make sure the grind is uniform. Um, and a burr grinder, what's known as a burr grinder, is typically the best uh, for this because the blade grinders, um, you know, like the, the blades, they, they don't they don't really do a good job at grinding up the coffee beans, you know, like so you'll have it, it, it does an uneven job of grinding up uh, the beans. So you'll have small like really small dust sized particles of, of, of coffee and then you know in between that you'll have larger uh, bits of bean you know also make sure not to grind your beans too far in advance of brewing because doing so will alter will definitely alter the uh, the flavor of your coffee 
Number five, check your water quality. So make sure your water quality is is um, is up to par. You know what I mean? So this this kind of ranks a little bit lower on the list of priorities. You know, when making the perfect cup of coffee, but it's still something to consider. You know, you want to take um, if you want to take your your cup of brew to the next level, then water quality is definitely important. You know, especially if you live in an area uh, where the water is hard. You know, they consider uh, the water the local water to to be hard you know the hardness of the water will affect the coffee's flavor the harder the water uh the more minerals um in the water which will increase the bitter taste of the coffee after it's been brewed so you know i personally used um i, I personally use filtered water uh when i brew my coffee uh, but you can also use bottled water or or even distilled water you know like that <laughs> works pretty well too and the sixth and final thing on the list of brewing the perfect cup of coffee is basically just being aware of coffee, uh, of the water temperature and the brew time. You know what I mean? Like, so I haven't actually ever tested this, but you know, when researching, I found that uh, when you're brewing, you don't want the water to be too hot or too cold. So if the water is um, in excess or over 205 degrees, then your coffee is going to be over extracted or it's going to be like too much of the coffee flavor is going to be extracted from the bean. Um, so you're going to get like a bitter and harsh flavor to the coffee. And if it's under 195 degrees, then that temperature makes it a little difficult to actually extract any type of flavor. And that'll leave your coffee tasting a little sour and flat. So there you have it. With these tips, you may never want to order coffee anywhere else ever again. So moving on to uh, the second segment is how probiotics can help you lose weight and belly fat. So first things first, um, what the hell are probiotics anyway? <laughs> uh, people like to throw this word around, but they generally don't go into much detail as to what they actually are or, you know, how they help us or, you know, how, how we can um, get probiotics into our diet. Or is it just me? You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> let me know. Uh, but uh, so, so basically how I understand it is that probiotics are living microorganisms that have some really great health benefits when eaten. So they're mostly found in supplements and and, um, naturally found in fermented foods and they can essentially improve your immune function uh, digestive health and even your heart health you know and, and that's just to name a few of the many benefits there's so many more than just these few but these are the main ones uh, we can all relate to basically but one of the one of the lesser known benefits is that probiotics can help you lose weight and belly fat because gut bacteria affects the way your body regulates body weight in general. Um, so we've we've all got hundreds of microorganisms in our digestive systems, and the major, majority of these are you know friendly bacteria that produce several important nutrients like vitamin K and um, some you know certain B vitamins. They also help break down fiber, which your body can't process naturally. So that's a good thing and um, seriously there have been a lot of studies that suggest that gut bacteria plays a huge role in uh, you know body weight regulation so the question now is well <laughs> how do probiotics affect body weight you know and I hate to be the one to say this but it's not it's really not yet understood all that well but what we do know uh, you know there's certain things that we do know and uh, you know it's like it's they seem to affect your appetite and your energy usage through the production of certain fatty acids. 
it's thought that uh, certain probiotics actually stop the absorption of fat, which increases the amount of fat your body flushes out naturally when you go to the bathroom. Um, so essentially, they make your body take in less calories from the foods you eat, and there's strong evidence that links obesity to inflammation throughout the body. And by improving your gut health, by taking probiotics, they help reduce inflammation, which in turn helps protect you against obesity and other diseases. And as usual, more research is always needed to truly understand how they work. But it's basically safe to say that probiotics can basically reduce the number of calories your body absorbs from food. So, I mean, if you're not, if you're, if you're not, if your body's not taking it or not processing and absorbing certain fats and, and calories, then naturally you're not going to, you know, naturally you won't put on the weight. Also, they affect levels of hormones and proteins that are related to appetite control and the storage of fat. And let's not forget how they potentially reduce inflammation, which can drive obesity. It's also been noticed that um, certain probiotic strains um, may be able to reduce weight gain in people following a high calorie diet. And here's the flip side of things with this whole probiotics thing, not all studies have found that probiotics help with weight loss. Some strains might actually increase the risk of weight gain. And to that I say, well, ain't that a bitch? <laughs> and it's true. Some studies have found that uh, some probiotic strains, they, they actually lead to weight gain, not weight loss. But what they have found was that the effects depend on the probiotic strain itself and the individual's chemical makeup. You know, so there's a, there's a lot of, you know, science and, and um, variables involved. Um, it's not just a matter of, you know, taking it and you lose weight. It's not a miracle drug or anything like that. But it, it, it there is a good chance that um, in most studies, people that have taken probiotics versus not taking them have lost weight. And here's the bottom line, really. Probiotics have a wide range of health benefits, but their effects on weight, like we've mentioned, um, you know, they're mixed. And they seem to depend on the type of probiotic that it is. I mean, again, there's strong evidence that strains like Lactobacillus gisseri helps people with obesity to lose weight and belly fat. And a probiotic supplement called VSL number three reduces weight gain in those on high calorie diets. Now, at the end of the day, some types of probiotics can have, you know, modest effects on your weight, especially when combined with, uh, you know, a healthy whole foods diet. But aside from that, there's, uh, you know, there's many other reasons to take a probiotic supplement. Um, you know, they can, they can improve your digestive health, your cardiovascular risks, uh, reduce inflammation, and even help fight depression and anxiety. So if those aren't reasons in and of itself to seriously consider taking probiotics, then honestly, I don't know what is, <laughs> really. <laughs> so that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring you a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll go over five foods that can trigger inflammation. So you definitely won't want to miss out on that. Especially since we've been talking a lot about inflammation in this episode, I wanted to bring you a little something that can help with that as well. And if you'd like to continue the conversation with me, then get on over to podcast.basformation.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders list where I share even more raw behind the scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger every day. That's podcast.basformation.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.basformation.com slash VIP. 
be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on iTunes by leaving me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out there, and it's honestly, truly honestly, the one place where your vote truly matters. Until the next chat, take care now. Bye.